Uh, welcome back to Move It to Mori. Um, session 19, is that right? Session 19. Sarah's back from lawyering. Thanks, Sarah. <laughs> Your ding-ding job. Ding-ding um, job. <laughs> uh, so let's do initiative real quick. Oh, yeah. Let's just jump right in. Initiative done. Oh, back to four. Tim's our initiative. Oh, we're back to normal order. Wow. Wow. This is why we can't have nice things. Oh, I got the exact same number again. So I'm good. Uh, Hiram. Luster did not. <laughs> got three. <laughs> well, uh, it's an 11 altogether, so it's not that bad. But yeah. Luster's got an 11. Yeah. yeah. Uh, man. Okay. Eagle Stav. 12. Chuckles. 10. Mm. So Bella. 16. Ooh, nice. Except for me. Well, that order's <laughs> not going to stay. Yeah. Oh, really? I found it. Mine wasn't too low. I had <coughs> that one. Go ahead and roll uh, for Fortune, if you would. I'm gonna start with tonight. Four. Four. Oh, try this again. One. Oh. Uh, I only start with one fortune tonight. Ha, ha. Boo! That's okay. That's all right. All right. All right. Everybody's on the board. We don't have like three people with the same thing. I know, right? That's kind of nice. Uh, let's talk about last week. What what happened? What happened in the mines? Scary stuff, I imagine. We went minecart racing. We did have minecart racing. We minded yeah. our own business. <laughs> <laughs> got attacked by a shadow demon. I don't know what else to call it. Shadow demon. You have to hit it for it to become in reality, and then you have to hit it again. With fire. <laughs> With fire, yes. yes. <laughs> That's the only way to hit it. Anyway, only way to hurt it. Keep finding all these stuff that has to have fire. We're just gonna start trying fire from now on. I think this group's gonna we're, be like, we're gonna use nothing but torches. <laughs> like, like all of a sudden, we don't know what that is. Light it on fire! Kill it with fire. <laughs> Sounds like a great idea. I thought you yes. drove yourself last week. I could have. I, I didn't know you were in the car with us on the way home. Because we were, we were like, yeah, exactly. We're the discussion we had. Just kill everything with uh -huh. fire. We're like, for now, just fire. Yeah. Fire everything. Oh, was, oh, did you guys have, oh, yeah. No, seriously, I think that's it. We're going to try fire. Light it on fire. Uh, didn't hurt it. Well, we're it's worked every other time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's what we did. That's, yeah. That's the five-second recap. <laughs> so, I am not going to recap the game. You are going to recap the game. Not me. So what happened last week? That's one part of what happened. So we each got a hundred gold. Yeah, we totally um, got a hundred gold. Then... <laughs> we got plus five swords, purple swords, right? Purple yeah, swords. Yeah, 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 yeah. Play me all the hey, If I'm recapping. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like here, I'll edit the story. Norbert, Norbert, Norbert hammers a throwing. No, we went down to Tunnel G, uh, and when we went down with Helga, she um, started to rig the elevator to blow it up in case whatever was down there was going to come after us. Uh, and Hiram may or may not have cut the fuse on her uh, so that it wouldn't work if she tried to do it. Um, so then, as we were walking down the tunnel, we kept hearing somebody being tortured. Um, 
somebody going back and forth with them and just screaming and finally came down there and found Moira was uh, torturing Harold with a pick that she was dragging against his face. Uh, and then we found a body that was behind there that we think was Thule that was appeared to be petrified. Turned to stone. Yeah, turned to stone. Got to petrified means. So, yes. It could have just been frozen. Turned to stone. He was turned, turned, as the kids say. Just turned. He got turned. To stone. And then, uh, so then we're like, well, Moira, we gotta go back. And she's like, I can't leave, because fire is safe. Which we all agree on, yeah, fire is safe. Fire safe, fire good. Um, And uh, so we were like, no, no, we gotta go back. Like, we're going back. Helga's there. And she didn't want to go, so finally we were like, well, we're taking Harold with us, so she killed him immediately before we got a chance to do anything. And then Sabella knocked her the fuck out for it. Uh, and then we threw her in a mine cart and started pushing her down, and that's when your buddy appeared. Yeah, demon, <laughs> shadow, grim reaper guy. During this time, we had a feeling like someone was watching me. And, yeah. Uh, all throughout. Hiram was like... Something, there's something out there looking at me. Why was Moira torturing Harold? I thought we were going down there to save all of them. Well, we were. Remember, like Harold and all those guys picked on her. They, yeah, they, they were like her. They bullied her. Crap out of her. They put they pee in her water skin. Water skin. Oh. They would like fill her tent full of bear poop. I don't know. So she was just getting revenge, huh? Uh, I think she finally just snapped down there. Yep. Yeah, because uh, they were down there for. A few days at least because they ran out of food mm. and water. Weeks. And she like had to keep yeah. the fire going the whole time to keep the, the spirit away. So that probably also yeah. helped yeah. change so her state of mind. Probably didn't sleep. Her sanity was broken. Was with yeah, yeah. yeah a, 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 a brief psychotic break. So Maybe not. <laughs> but she, she's knocked out because you knocked her out. But she's not dead. I didn't kill her. Yeah, yeah. But so we. (laughs) So we weren't killing innocents. You weren't around. (laughs) (laughs) No pickle barrels to be found. So just a line car. Yeah, pickle barrels. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody would call her innocent. That's true. Um, But we, so we got her back to Helga, went back up top, uh, and then decided to get drunk for a day. Mm -hmm. Oh. Yep. It was it was Hiram's requirement to move forward <laughs> to tell us what he dreamt. I'm night. getting drunk. <laughs> That's right. So uh, yeah, we've spent the past day just getting drunk with Helga. Yeah, she joined the party. <laughs> yeah, she joined the party. Yep. She's, she has uh, an now. She's tender oh. her. She tendered her. Her Zena tender her resignation when she goes back to Slaughter Pine, dismiss all the workers, and she is now part of the party. Interesting. I think Eaglesaw might have tried to kill her at some point, so that's good. It's hard to keep track anymore, isn't it? Yeah, it's really like, who didn't she try to kill? Um, Well, I think um, we're going to start actually with Eaglesaw tonight. Because we're gone. That's why it's fun to start with you. Um, So, you all have been spending the evening in the encampment. Here in the Iron Mines, drinking and cavorting, um, but for Eagle's Dob, a little, a little different. <clears throat> You've been holding on to this strange piece of petrified wood that had caused the 
the blossoms on the, the staff, the Aquitanian, the glow. Um, you had taken it from uh, Chuckles' pack. A white light suddenly clouds your vision and brings to your mind another one of the Aquitanian memories. The druid sits in darkness, his back against a rough stone wall. It's pitch black, but his memories tells you he hides in his own cave. A voice, the Aquitanian's brother, a man named Warren, comes out of the darkness. He whispers, Do you think they've gone? Terror seems to permeate his voice, Warren's. The Aquitanian speaks, tired, fueled only by adrenaline and a need to survive. Never leave us we cause the everlasting night and that it only ends if Relic and all of his followers are dead. Orin coughs a bitter, worthless laugh. <laughs> but Relic says we killed Tuana and all her followers to end the night. There's no... A sudden shout cuts off Orin's words. A torch flickers in the darkness. The Aquitanian sighs, they're coming, ready your bow, brother. Another wash of white light turns your mind to reality as the Aquitanian's voice echoes in your thoughts. The fifth glyph of power is Lamed. It means goad in our common tongue. The sixth is Tav. It means sign. Your eyes suddenly kind of focus back once again toward the fire as you see your friends nearby. And you got the go sign. Mm -hmm. And you got the go sign. The go sign. No. The fire softly crackles. Yeah. The sign was go. <laughs> With the white, the washing of the white light. At first, you thought it was daytime, but no, it's just the flashing of the fire. Your friends are around. They've spent the last. 24 hours drinking, celebrating after returning from the darkness down below. All of you have gotten your fill at this point. Well, I'm going to come back to consciousness and I'm going to go over to Chuckles and ask, do you know the name Relic? <coughs> I'll take on it and do I? Uh, roll a hard folklore test. Hard folklore! Uh, so 38. Nope. I did not succeed. The name doesn't sound familiar. It certainly sounds Siobran, though. Wait. visions again. Again? I've told you about it before. You need to drink more often. <laughs> it's not a drunk thing. Well, I then think, you need to drink more now. I think I know how to end the long night. Really? Wouldn't you be interested to know? Do you have any answers? 
I just thought you know we were getting in living the way that animals live, you know. Uh, How drunk are you right now? <laughs> you can drink it for a day. Like <laughs> sun up to sundown, not like. Yes, I drunk. could be more. Shut up. Shut up. I could be more. But uh, <laughs> I. Dark to dark. Yeah, dark to dark. I am very interested in making light. Chuckles. Mm. I think you need to take a nap. And I'm going to go talk to Sabella. No, I no longer need a nap. Alright, I'm gonna go over and talk to Sabella. Um, what do you say we're around in campfires? Yeah, you're kind of underneath these kind of like heavy canvas <clears throat> tents okay. out in the middle of the Lockwood. You know you're you're near the you're near the, the pool iron mine. Right. You can see fires kind of out in the, out in the distance of the darkness with the other miners. Helga kind of passes back and forth among your camp, but it's a lot of you for the most part. Sabella, Sabella. <laughs> What? Nikolstov needs to talk to you. Wow! Uh, oh. Ah. She has to stand up and then figures out that's a bad idea and sits back down. She's she's gonna have to come over here. I'm coming. Sabella. Yeah. She takes two steps and sits down. Sabella, I might be the only sober person here because I've been blacked out having visions. Um, I knew you couldn't handle it. Me too. So I'm going to tell you something, and we'll talk about it again later, but I need you to listen to me now. And she puts both her hands on, like, the side of her face. She goes, go! I know how to end the long night. Fire! No. (laughs) Hear me out. Okay. We have a long night, right? Yes. Because it's dark everywhere. You are telling me information I am already aware of. Just making sure you're following. (laughs) No, but go on. (laughs) I had another one of those visions that I told you about. Uh The ones where I'm passed out. Uh And in my vision, Uh I was a Siobran. And... No, Chuckles is a Siobran. No, in the vision, I was. Do they see different? I don't... No, they see with eyes, so I guess it's not that important, but what I'm trying to tell you okay. is the fact that in my vision, uh-huh. we can end the long night if we find Relic. 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 That's a- the church probably has some of those. Yeah, see, I think it's a person and not a r- actual Relic, but it could be a Relic. I'm not really quite sure. Well, but it's a relic and his fault. Here's here's what happened. If you need relish for your hot dog, they got that over that camp. <laughs> relish you can find over there. Relic and his followers must die in order for the long night to end. You just want to kill more people. And no, eat no, them. no, no, no. I, I jury's out on whether I'll eat them, but he's <laughs> not your enemy. You don't do it. <laughs> Well, if he started the long night, he's our enemy. So That's eat right. up. Bon appetit. <laughs> we have to find this person named Relic. Person named Relic. Or a person named Orin. Relic. Chuckles. Orin. Do you know an Orin? Do I know an Orin? Okay, hard fuck floor test. Oh. <laughs> I did know an Orin. 
Um, no. That sounds familiar. Chuckles. Hmm. Are you actually Siobhan? Are you? I see you with my hair, don't I? <laughs> Is that how they see? <laughs> I know so little. I thought that was just really big eyelashes or something. Okay, so no, with I your hair sight, so you saw I, a relic in Orin. I don't remember with Orin. My blackouts. All right, I'm going to ask you one more person. This is all I got from my visions. Do you know someone named Tuana? Tuana. Like hard folklore test. One of these days. Uh, success, 29. It's oh. a very, very old name. It would have dated back to the time when the Aquitanian was still alive. She's old. She's so old, she's probably dead. She, uh, back when Aquitaine was alive. But now I'm alive. Maybe it'd be helpful to recount the entirety of your visions to everyone um, from start to finish. Clearly I'm getting nowhere with um, Chuckles or Sabella, so can I have everyone please gather around so I can tell you all about a vision that I've had. <gasps> story time, let's go. It is a Come story on, everybody. time. Come on. Yeah. Uh, just that vision or the, 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 the your entire series of visions? Because you've had several. I have. And they seem to be linked. It's time for Eagle Stop to open up. I think I've kept this from you in the past because I didn't want everyone to think I was crazy. Hey, wait. Uh, we said no secret. It chuckles, I've told you this already. Yeah, you did. And I told Bella, <laughs> so I'm sorry to everyone else I haven't told. Okay. I mean, Hiram told us his crazy-ass spider dream. It wasn't crazy, it happened. I mean, it's crazy that it happened. It is, yeah. So it's a crazy-ass dream. He's crazy. <laughs> You're right. I'm just saying. Yeah. I think it's unfair you guys are having dreams. They're know. visions, I would call them, rather than dreams, because I can just randomly pass out and have a vision. So... Probably from all those random killings you do. No, I don't think there so. There was a guy on the Timberwolves that had that problem, but I think that was from head injuries. So if we could just focus. Um... <laughs> okay, all right. All right, everyone, focus. Yeah, all right, all right, huddle up, huddle up. All right. Okay, everybody. everyone huddle. All right. So just for time's sake, we've, I've read these all to you, everyone already, unless you would like me to read them to you again. Over the course of like 19 game sessions, all the things was routine in like Cliff notes. Alright, here we go. I have been having visions of glyphs. I've had, I usually have them two at a time. And my first two happened when I touched the staff of the Cybran Hurst. The Auburn Hurst. The dog. The dog. The dog that we well, loved dog to death. Yeah. Yes. Or to, yes, to <laughs> life. To, to death. death. To life. Loved it to life. No. And in that vision, a druid walked through, I would say, a wild and younger version of Lockwood. A fishing pole in his hands. As the midday sun peeked through the forest canopy, he walked to the Lake Hoyolas, and he sat in the bank, soaking in the sun. 
Then, a sudden shadow fell over the Aquitanian's face, and it flew down his body. He looked up, and he witnessed almost a liquid shadow falling over the forest, encasing it in a dome of darkness, which I can only gather it's the beginning of a long night. And when my visions end, I see glyphs of power. So the first glyph of powers, the name that I saw was Ayan, and it means I in our tongue. And the second is Tet, which means serpent. Wait, if, hold up. So I have a serpent? If the Aquitanian is dead, serpent. if the Aquitanian is dead, we're back then that dark light could that darkness couldn't have been the dark long night i think the memories i'm having are from the aqua are the aquitanians memories maybe the long night is recurring <clears throat> oh that's yeah you never heard such tales in your among the sea operas at all yeah and i never hear about long night uh, no one ever told me about another long night this is the first time this one's happened well, in these visions, everything I'm seeing are from a very long time ago, it seems. So, when we got a coin from the Rat Queen, I had the third and fourth glyphs. In the memory, as the Aquitanian, I stand in a Lockwood that's more wild and overgrown than the previous one. And it's surrounded by other Siabra who are arguing with one another. The forest is pitch black except for the bonfire somewhere constructed at the center of the gathering. As the, as the crowd quiets, the Aquitanian bellows let Umara speak. A woman with pale skin and piercing green eyes steps into the light, clearing her throat before speaking in a loud, even voice. And she says, These days of darkness are hard enough without blame and shame. We cannot stand here and point fingers at each other while the forest dies. Together we, the Numara's cut off, is, is cut short as an arrow pierced her throat and she fell to her knees and she spit blood all over the ground. A voice from the darkness called out, death to the witch who brought this on us. As the Siobran Jurids erupt in violence, attacking each other. So then, I see the third and fourth glyphs. Pei, and that means mouth, and shin, which means fang. So we've got eye, serpent, mouth, fang. Iron, teth, pei, shin. As she strings those things together, she's speaking, she's speaking the tongue of the elder druids. It makes no sense why a human would know that. Wait. She just sober chuckles up. I am patient. I am patient. No. It's almost like when she said it, it's like it's like an invocation. So it's the eye of the serpent, mouth with the fang. I am patient, but I have two more. Yes, but oh, please do go on. You, you guys do... remember when the rat people were like, I'm the nose and I'm the whisker. What is it with body parts in this place? Hmm. You should go with tiger instead of serpent. That way it's the eye of the tiger. You know, this is not my 
my I'm exact just saying memories. It, oh. You tell the story, you could change it. No one would know. <laughs> that's a good point. I don't think that's going to help. It was in the long night any faster. All right, all right. Continue. Okay, next, next. Okay, so wait, wait, the... Wait, before you say it. I... Before you say it. You know how you say weird stuff when you put on your blindfold and you'll see the... Yeah, Glory when bits. I use my witch sight. Yeah. Be careful what you say. Words have power, and that is druid words. Okay, well maybe don't say all of them together. In Siabrin, there's a there's an old adage about the reason they call it spelling is because you were literally casting spells. They were reserved words like only this. for rare occasions. It's why we don't really talk. Maybe you should say them all together just to see what happened. I mean, it couldn't get any worse than it is now. Well, I can't. Do you not remember where we just at? <laughs> Alright, well, well let's, let's finish your story. Finish your Let last, her have her story time, guys. The last clip, or the last vision I had just now tied a lot of this together. So in this vision, a druid sit, sat in the darkness with his back against a rough stone and it was pitch black. But my memories were telling me that he hides in this cave. And I hear the Aquitanian's brother, Oren, come out of the black and he whispers, Do you think they've gone? And terror permeated every word. The Aquitanian speaks. He was tired and fueled only by adrenaline and a need to survive. He says they will never leave us. They think we caused the, Everline, the everlasting night and only ends if Relic and his followers are dead. And Orin coughed a bitter, mirthless laugh. But Relic says we must kill Tuana and all of her followers to end the night. There is no... And then a sudden shout cuts off Orin's words. And then I see Lamed, which means goad, and Tav, which means sign. So I have now seen Ayan, Teth, Peshin, Lamin, Tav. Ayan, Teth, Peshin, Lamin, Tav. Does that mean anything to you, Chuckles? Eye, Serpent, Mouth, Fang, Goad, Sign. It doesn't mean anything specific, but like, you know, it's... Be careful what you say because it could come true. And if you don't know what you're saying, then best not to say it because uh, maybe it could end the long night. Maybe it could. I don't know. Do you know what it's gonna do? Because I just said it. So. Well, <laughs> <laughs> nothing. <laughs> you, it does nothing. <laughs> you slowed down. You didn't. Say it like you were casting it, but you're. Should I? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I say we go with our original idea of fire. Just fire. Fire. <coughs> I could use my witch sight and say it and see what happens. Uh, I think we go. Hmm. I think we should sleep before you do something like that. I think there might be some words missing. Uh, I thought you also touched the, you passed out when you touched the, the chest. 
the chest. That's when the last one happened. Oh. So you were having a vision quest at that point. Vision mm-hmm. quest. Mm-hmm. I think I like those words together. Vision quest. <laughs> They're sort of call- calling you guys. Vision quest. Yeah. You're right. Maybe we should sleep before we decide. <laughs> I'm just gonna Have you had more vision quest? Wait, yeah. Have you seen any more spiders? Was there the word spider? There was not the word spider. Or, or fire. It was a spider that told him the whole damn story. So we need to drink some more and use the rest of these mushrooms. (laughs) (laughs) Then maybe we'll see something. Bring the mushrooms up and sell them. (laughs) Oh, I'm not selling them. (laughs) I got plenty of money. We don't need other people to have the abilities of those mushrooms. You can always go back down to get more red caps if you want them. No, don't you no, want... Okay. He said we could only harvest the number we harvest. Don't you all want to end the long night? I don't. Yeah, it's pretty much what we've been trying to work for, right? Uh, I can't live like this anymore. You, but following you, you two's uh, dreams you around can. doing stuff. I can't. <laughs> what else do you think we're trying to do here and stuff? I won't. I mean, as long as we're honest with ourselves. I mean, eventually, like... I just got my ass handed to me by a spindly dude in a red hat. Like, I'm not right now at the point that I can end the long night, so I think it's going to take a little bit of time. Yeah. And sobering. Because right now, all I can think about is the fact that they had potatoes over on that other fire, and I'm thinking of going over there. Mm-hmm. So I say we try to take care of this in the... She looks up at this guy. <laughs> Morning... I don't know, whatever. But then let's discuss something that we can do at that point. But let's be honest, only because you got knocked out is the only reason that you can even put a thought together. So I'm going to take my staff while you guys are eating potatoes. Hell yeah. <laughs> I'm going to put both of my hands on it and I'm going to repeat this just to see if anything happens. Well, you can see each time you encant one of the Siobhan words, each of the little blossoms kind of glow almost like rhythmically, but nothing happens. And you're, you still know that there are these kind of like almost like, you know, kind of purple, brown kind of shells that have yet to erupt or yet to, to grow or blossom on it. Like you need more words. Are you saying the words in the wrong order? I think I need more words, and I think we need to find Relic. Or Orin. I mean... If they're still alive. Wouldn't they be dead? We've been doing the list, and that seems to take us to places where you find these things. Well, the physical body may be dead, but the memories live on. You never know where you'll find the memories. Yeah, but he said to end the long night, we must kill either that person or that person, right? So, like, they're both dead. I mean, if but then were... that one person say the witch has got to die and they shot it in the neck and that didn't work either? But they said it only I feel like relic... we're just trying to kill each other to kill each other. The, the dream said Relic and his followers are dead. So maybe Relic might be dead, but his followers are still alive, and so we need to find somebody who worships Relic. But then what did Relic say? You had to kill the other group. 
you know, Relic said that it's Tuana and all her followers. Sounds like they're just gonna kill each other. Wait, I got an idea. We kill them all. Kill them both. Fire. No, but like <laughs> the other idea I had was actually. Haters. What if <laughs> you're getting me off track? I'm trying to think. The the rock face one. What if that's relic or whatever? No, the uh, oh, the that, woman with the, the stone mask. The yeah, whatever. What if that's rambling around town? Petrified. What if that's the one that relic does not strike you as a as a feminine name? Is usually name reserved for for men. It's and in the Maybe vision it said relic in his followers. So is Tuwana a female name? It says in, in my vision said all her followers. To her, see. So Tuwana is a woman. Tuwana, find her then. Tuwana, find her. Hey, you must be drunk if you're doing ones that bad. <laughs> I like it. I can confirm. It's, it's one of See? Wow. So maybe it is to one of the needs to die. Ow. So let's find the mass lady. It's uh, <laughs> cut her down, and maybe the that'll go away. Yeah, she's been real easy to find up to this point. Yeah, yeah. She's probably listening to us too. Bitch. And then we can try to figure this out in the whatever the fuck time it is when we wake up. Yeah? Yeah, we've got to get back to the city, guys. we got to figure out what the hell happened. Half the city could be burned. Yeah. We've got people back there. Yeah. Yeah. We need to make sure the pit's okay. That was my thought, too. Yeah. Let's, let's yeah. everybody, let's, uh... Back to the pit. Yeah. That's where we need to go. And so we'll rest for the evening. Get some sleep and then Recuperate we'll head back. Recuperate for a day. Recuperate for until we're ready again. Yeah. It's going to be So, time will pass. Ooh, can I make uh, more pigskins? Absolutely, you can. Yeah. Can I have a heal attempt? Alright. I'm going to make uh, them... Right. What what seems to ail you? Above board. Yeah. For this, so we can sure. pass it so quickly. Limit. Hold on, stop. We're starting oh. with Mike. Okay. How many pigskins do you have? You want to prepare? Um. Well, I don't know if I have the materials for like actual pigskins. Oh yeah, you can find yeah. leather. Sure. Okay. I mean, because usually it's a uh, shilling purse. So how many how many um things of gunpowder do you have? Uh, I got three from her, and then I think I got three from when we were on the ship as well. Yeah, so. you can prepare six. So six of yeah. them. No worries about rolls. Okay. And then uh, who's hurt around the table? Raise your hand. Okay, what's your current damage condition track? Uh, moderately. So. Okay. Moderately. Moderately. Four. I got the wrong book out. What am I looking at? Routine. Yeah. Heal fast. Uh, 
57, success. And your intelligence bonus is 7, right? Yep. Nice, you move two steps up. Unharmed. <coughs> Who else? Do we also go to imperiled on the imperiled condition order? You'll recover to, uh, you'll recover to, um, unhindered. Oh, okay. That's yeah. what I thought. Yeah. What's your damage condition, Trey? I just figured that's I'm lightly wounded, not me. Oh, nice. Uh, it's it's automatic. Yeah. You move up, you're healed, unarmed. And when you're healing yourself and you're lightly wounded, is it still automatic or is that a test? Still one step down. So, or that's a good question. Um, the assumption is that it would be a test. So, okay. routine heal. All right. So, is this from heal by 62. itself? 62. 43 success. Cool. Anybody else hurt? Nope. So, a couple days will pass, and by it's now the day 60 of the Eternal Night. Okay. Also, a attempt to talk some people into potentially helping us with some plans or getting some more allies from the people that are left in the camp? Uh, great question. Because um, I've got Helga on my side. Yeah, Helga's planning to basically fire all these people. Right now. That's her intention when she gets back to um, back to Slaughter Pine. Are you going to pay these people a living wage? I'm just trying to be friends. Yeah. Most of these people came here out of desperation, if you recall. Um, Lady Poole, most of the workers had were unemployed or choose not to come, and so only desperate people came here. Okay. And it doesn't take long for the stories from Moira uh, to spread throughout the camp. In fact, like the whole camp is completely demoralized. Even though you have made headway in shutting down the iron mines um, and Helga is joining you um, these people are are not friendly unless you're planning to pay them money they have to go back to their families in slaughter pine especially bringing news of the city may have be on fire well, we didn't bring that news. how much mine how much money do miners make in a day more than you can pay I mean I got some gold So you don't pay somebody a daily wage, you pay them con by, by contract. So you pay 28 days wage. Hmm. Okay. Uh, how about, uh, at one point we had horses. Are those, or are any horses here that we could potentially get for ourselves? Yeah, you still have your storm horses. If you recall, um, Helga had... Had rounded them up. Yeah, round them up and brought them here with you all. So you all do have storm horses. You can cool. ride. Awesome. A powerful breed. I'm just going to attempt to do some work with my horse, then. Okay. Can I look for things to gather for my spells Such during as? our times? Um, can I scour the beach looking for, the, looking for a tortoise shell? Uh, you need to be near the river for that. Um, you are not in Slaughter Pine. You are in the Lockwood. You are in the Iron Mines. Some Almost you know, four hours outside the city. Okay. Yeah. And there's no bodies of water? Lake Hyulus, but you're not really sure what direction that is. Can I look for it? In the darkness by yourself? No. <laughs> you may have to wait until you get back to Slaughter Pine to do that. What else are you looking for? That. Um, I'm also looking for a, a pint of blood from a man eater. Oh, so like a man eater would be like wolf. a wolf or a bear. Um, 
Okay. Or a creature yeah. of the forest. Or the lady we killed in the explosion. No. What about a person who's <laughs> eaten a man? No. <laughs> to be I specific, a man eater is a creature. <laughs> <in the forest. laughs> oh, okay. Man eaters are apex predators. Okay. Things Chuckles that eat people. Apex predator. Not people who eat people. <laughs> okay. Um, can I. Yeah, um, it's my apex predator. <laughs> kill an animal and get. A man eater on your own? Yeah. Man-eater? A man-eater. Go ahead and spend a, f- uh, spend a coin and tell me what's going to happen. Explain to me what happens. You narrate the story. Give me a coin and we'll make it happen. Okay. Here's a little coin for you. Okay, as everyone is drunkenly sleeping off their night, I, I was already quite rested. So I stayed close, walked into the forest area, and came upon a wolf. I enchanted the wolf to come close to me, and then once it got close to me, I walked around it with my rope and I uh, strangled it. And then after I strangled it, I cut it open with my little spear deal and took a pint of its blood. Okay. Okay. Wolf does not. I'm just gonna leave this alone. <laughs> Wolves hunting packs. Wolf. Oh. <laughs> Maybe it was dying. Well, you know what? Maybe in Lockwood they don't. Maybe it was already dying. Yeah. Maybe it was already dying. Got it. <laughs> Old one got left behind by Oh, well, yeah. Dad. Pac doesn't like him anymore. Yeah. yeah. It's, her, it's her story. She can say her She was a lone wolf, all right? Lone wolf. Her story. Yeah, she. she yeah, that's the side of the story. She, she found a lone wolf. Doesn't have to make sense. It does have to make sense, ones. actually. That's the point of spell, spending the coin, but it is her story. Right. Yeah. That's true. There were six other wolves, and I killed them all. Is that what you want to hear? (laughs) I bathed in their blood. (laughs) Swear to me. Um, So, yeah, by the time you all could, anything else you wish to do here in the cool iron camp before returning to Slaughter Pine? Sounds like Well, you prepare for your return, and there are about 30-odd miners returning as well, along with Moira, the woman who killed Harold and Thule. Helga's ready to tender her resignation to Lady Poole, and as she said, I can't speak for what happened to the miners, but they'll go one of three directions. Either they'll fall to... They'll fall to lawlessness, join up with the river rats. Desperation drives people to desperate things. Some may go to the saw and pick, knowing what they've seen, heard what they heard here, lashing out against Lady Poole. Others will find work or go begging on the streets of the dregs. They're family people, desperate people. The iron mine is shut down, and I've done what I need to do to ensure of that as well. The iron mines, they will not, no spade will drive through the ground again in my lifetime at least. Wow. So, tick tock, tick tock. We need to leave. Well, let's head back to the pit. 
We've got some people to check on. We'll head through. We'll go through Pine Expense to the northern gates near Society Vale. Survey what we can survey. Loading up in the wagon. We're going home. Um, just one idea. Um, did we want to go check out on uh, Mrs. Uh, was it Cheswick? We're gonna have to once we get back. Why? These are her horses. Um, she's supposedly with uh, Fake Son, who uh, is the person who organized the whole exploding thing. I'm sure she can figure out what happened. Probably dead. We should also go back to um, Selznia. Should. Let her know what happened, what was happening to the buddies. I'm just saying, she owes us money too. Yeah, we should, we should go to Selznia. Well, I guess we can start with Cheswick because we're going to be passing through Society Vale. It's the one on the way. It is probably dead. Probably. We can check. Might as well. Hmm. Loose ends and all. Whatever closest we can go there first. To Cheswick's then. Well, Cheswick is in smokestacks or smellstacks. It is. Oh well, then she's on our way into Bargetown so that we can go to the pit. Uh, yeah, I thought Market Hill was closest to the northern one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Market Hill's right at the gate. Yeah, act uh, like I know this city or something. I mean, you only—I mean, I only lived here my whole life. But she lives over here in Mount Seldust. Who does? This one. I do. Oh, well, uh... The this one. You know, the Saldustians, <laughs> don't, they don't leave the burg. They don't leave their own burg. Saldustian. Can I help you? <laughs> Fine. You, uh, we go to Selznia first. You leave behind the pool iron mine, and you see a flash of light on the horizon as you've left about a mile out, and you just soft explosion, this rumble coming from the iron mine. And you hear uh, Helga kind of give a sigh, and she says, It's done. Good fucking riddance. She looks and chuckles and says, It's done. Hey, uh, chuckles, you're just winning, ba- you're winning back to land. <clears throat> Assigned to um, Eagle's Dog, the match is struck. A blazing star is born. <laughs> this makes me very happy. What? <laughs> <laughs> I said, the match is struck. A blazing star is born. Okay. I do not know how to put it. I am very happy. He won. Big time. Oh, okay. Big time. There's any of red caps still down there. They're dead for sure now. Good. Yeah, let's, uh... Oh, their words seem, you know, dismissive. But only you know the way of the Fae, and you know how they travel in traffic between worlds. You may see them again. If we see them again, I'll eat them again. Again? We gotta kill them first, though. Are those the ones that we ate? Mm-hmm. Mm. Well, he and, ate. Mm-hmm. You well, attempted if, to eat. He ate. <laughs> if you can't kill, you must strangle. Slowly. Gently. This mm. is how a life is taken. 
<laughs> you know, I hear that, uh, you know, if a red cap kills a person, their hat is red for a week. But if you kill a red cap in their own blood, their cap is red for the rest of their life. This is true. <laughs> it, it, you know, it, it could be said the same for fire. Uh-huh. Light a man a fire. Exactly. You warm him for a night. You light, light him a man a fire. You warm him for the rest of his life. It's an incredibly short one. Yes. It's, it's amazing what fire can do. I, I'm telling you guys, I think I think fire is the way forward. Yes. I might be drunk, but honestly, like the light, the promise of safety. <laughs> I think we should we should look more into this. Fire. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. yeah. How, how do we make sure we have access to fire all the time? I have fire all the time. You do? I do. I can um, conjure fire. We can. You can oh. conjure fire. I, I mean, I made a couple bombs. I once read in. I didn't read it actually. I once had someone read to me. The story in a novella about the man who would light his sword on fire. <laughs> Will it just go out? Hmm? Right. Will it just go out? <laughs> I mean, cause fires aren't, or swords aren't flammable, and if you use, like, a wood sword, well, then you don't have a sword at the end of it. So why, why would you light your fi- your sword on fire? I want, f- I want to see flaming weapons. I hear, <laughs> I hear them in, of them in the stories. Just I hear about Andals who do such thing. Just soup stained prophet is an yeah, example. Yeah, I, I heard this just story. With the wooden with sword that burns soup stained prophet. You can do what I do, which is just uh, wrap them up in some, uh, like, basic cloth or bandages and then pour some oil on them. And, I mean, it's pretty much a one time use thing. But uh, Okay, but to be fair, then, it's not the sword that's on fire. It's the thing on the sword that's on fire. Yeah, but you're still hitting a thing with a sword, so... Uh, and it would be flaming... It's not a bad idea. It's, it is super... It's like... It's I like mean, things that lords do. If you want to be cost-effective about it, you get a... You get a... The castle forged sword. Do you understand you would ruin the sword if you kept lighting? Well, that, that well, not, not right. That's why I say you get but a castle it, forged one. Yeah, but, but you know, those are real good. Those are real strong. But would it break? Sure, ruin one thing. But would it break? Because if you can keep setting it on fire, why you need a blade? Unless you want to be a lord of fire. That has an edge, an edge lord fire. But we'll find you a sword, and you can light it on fire as much as you want. Uh, well, I, c- I cannot use weapons with blades. I don't know what that means. So then what, we like you want fire? It seems like a bad idea. Good, that, that's a bit too far. Yeah. This source is not to cut people open with with blades. If you take a vow of nonviolence like I did myself. Wait. Oh. All right, so, <laughs> all right, so you, you get a Castle Forge blunted sword made. Uh, so that way you don't cut nothing. You wrap it up with some, uh, like, bed sheets, whatever. It doesn't matter. And then pour some oil lamp on there. Uh, lamp oil, sorry. Uh, light it on fire, and then uh, there you Is go. Is there anything fireproof? They say I was crazy. Yeah. I mean, but you just throw it real quick. Start. You guys keep talking about Castle Forge steel. Oh, 
What lord do you serve that's going to give that? I mean, there's a whole smelt stack of something. I'm sorry someone can make something. Is there... You get a friend who knows a guy who knows a guy, right? Chuckles, what do you want? Is there a glove that won't catch fire? Yeah, it's called a pot holder. I could have... (laughs) (laughs) I mean, you've got a point there. Yeah, just get some... Some, some uh, oven some, mitts. There you go. Some <laughs> oven mitts. Oven mitts. Set them on fire and then have flaming fists. Blacksmith's clothes. I mean, I'm all for this. But, yeah, we do. All right. Oh my God. We need to go to the uh, one store, too, then, yeah. See if she's got any oven mitts. <laughs> no, guys. No. The so. mittens for smittens. <laughs> you smote, smite them or smote them? Smotens. Smotens. Smittens? No. But, s- but for serious. <laughs> but for serious. We really should mm, carry around the more fryer because we are fighting things that are not. Oh, you know, between good. like the, the, Torches, the ghost yeah. thing and the shit monster, yeah, you're right. Smell mill. Torture sure wouldn't hurt for us to have more torches. An extra oil pot. It seems like lanterns. oil and is oil important in, in this eternal night. <laughs> you know, I've heard that dung is flammable, too. It is. You just and you we all it. know that from experience. Mm. I'm sure the gong farmers could probably make a fortune then. Or a fartchen. Fartchen. <laughs> you, you could just <laughs> smear it over a cudgel and light that on fire. That's so uh, pleasant. Uh, <laughs> that We're not going to get sick. We're not going to get sick. <laughs> Very stinky. So this this conversation in it's, mirth and, and, and hilarity. The great part is if you don't light them on fire, they're still going to want to die because they're covered in flaming shit. Mm. So, mm-hmm. and if someone who did not take a vow of violence were to cut them and they live, they would be sick. It would be very sick, yes. <laughs> so this um, conversation is going nowhere. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's this. <laughs> I, I said that like ten minutes ago, but no, right. no one's gonna listen to me. We that. got four hours to get back to town. I'm just saying. It, it, I mean, to be no fair, it does kind of make shit. travel a little faster. Um, and a bit, a bit of lighthearted mirth is nothing bad, but the, but the but the point does stand that um, you know Helga when she's when you're riding along she says we had expended all of our resources we had back at the blue mining camp just trying to keep the fires alive. Part of the reason why we had appealed to the noble council was actually to procure more oil as well. Lady Poole had been rationing from her own stores, as had most of the smelt stacks. Oil has become, as where it was once plentiful, not so much anymore. I reckon the iron's gonna go the same way or, or too long. Iron will be useless. Yeah, if you can't melt it. Iron is worth, iron used to worth everything. Now, what value does it have? The thing that has value now is food and light. My storm lanterns, she pounced on the storm lanterns on the front of the wagon. This one's almost empty of oil, just enough to get back. After that, we will have to find ways to procure our own oil. Resourcing will be important. I can help attend to that if you need it, Lady Sibella. When the time is right. But for now, she points toward the horizon and you, well, what you suspect is the horizon. All you can see is like the tiny, 
tiny lights flickering over the forest. We're about an hour out from from Slaughter Pine. You can smell wood smoke of the of the Slaughter Pine. You can also smell like a, something that had been scorched. The smell of burnt motor oil. The smell of burnt iron. The smell of flint stone. The smell of the city. Being away from it as you were, uh, Chuckles, and now returning to it, you remember why, or you remember what it was like the first time you came here. You remember that particular smell, the smell of urbanity, urban decay, the smell of the spread of humankind across the Lockwood. You know, you humans are industrious. Yeah, when you got, yourself. When, when you all gathered together like that. Oh well, yeah, I have smelled like myself. I need to take a death. But no, when you gather all together and make a city, it smells bad. <coughs> <coughs> yeah, you get used to it. Mm-hmm. I, I was used to it. <laughs> I was used to it. Now I was in what the world should smell like, and I'm going to have to get used to it again. Hmm. Yep. Now we are the smell of metals. Don't <laughs> <laughs> strike a match. <laughs> you were very close to Slaughter Pine at this point. You can see the northern gates growing before you, the tall, soaring palisades, the torchlight along its edges. Oh. Good to be back, I reckon. The gates are not closed so much as they were scorched and broken. It looks like the fire got all the way to the gates. That's pretty bad. carriage rattles to the street, slowly coming to a crawl. From here you can see the tor the the, uh, the soaring minaret wooden minarets of um, of the temple to the steward directly to the west. In a way it was my fault. I let it happen. I thought you disarm it though. What happened? I mean, you did the best you could with what you got. I must have missed something. Stupid, stupid, stupid. Who knows? Maybe they had more barrels somewhere else. <clears throat> Wind blows. Kind I'm of glad you got out when you got out. Kind of a fan of the theory you didn't put the barrels there in the first place. You can see a crumpled up broadsheet blowing in the wind across the cobbled stone. Crap. It. I'll read it. Day 59. The Great Fire Consumes Society Veil. Son Pick takes responsibility. Well, at least we know they didn't blame us. They know it wasn't us that did it. Society Veil's gone? I'm going to read on, yeah. You read through the story, it appears that uh, the um, 
who's the person who maintains the engager? May I remember? Ned Merrick? Yeah, Ned Merrick. Ned Merrick has written a whole total expose on the saw and pick. They have uh, these would-be revolutionaries um, have taken up in the city and have used the Eternal Night to their benefit. Lady Cheswick was found dead. Well, her entire estate burned. That and, saves us a trip, I guess. And as you're reading through, curiously. On day 59, there's a letter, because you can submit letters into the engager yourself if you pay the appropriate amount of money, and it says, to the rat catchers, on the back. Unfortunately, it's burned. Oh, no. We'll have to find another one. We can go and talk with him and just ask what it said. We got a lot of things keep, to do. How do you keep a turkey in suspense? I'll tell you tomorrow. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Finding another copy won't be difficult by any means. <laughs> um, and it's written in the back of the Slaughter Pine Engager. Um, in clear as day. Uh, or <laughs> the eternal night beneath beneath, uh, beneath the storm lantern of the wagon. Um, what glyphs did you just get? Goad. Glyphs five and six. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. It's not. It says it's very curious. Um, it's print. It's printed just as everything else, and it says they just sat as others robbed. What? But one lone druid's heart did sob. Alia prayed, but none did answer, save for the Machiavellian Chancellor. Anyone picking up the the engager would have no idea what this means. But it was clearly written to all of you. Well, I picked up the engager and I didn't know what it meant either, so. (laughs) You got me. You've got mail. Machiavellian Chancellor. Yeah. Is that the country of yours? Chancellor's the leader. Machiavellian was a prince. Oh. A semi prince. Not the place. No. <coughs> For the Forgotten Shores. Mm. It's a folklore tale. What can you read it again? Whoever has the paper, can we read that? Mm-hmm. You be ripping it out for okay. us. <laughs> I am. In fact, I'm giving it. It feels. Well, Hiram. It feels like. The devil you made the deal with is writing to you. (laughs) I 
sat as others robbed. One lone druid's heart did sob. Alia played, prayed, but none did answer, save for Machiavellan Chancellor. Who's Ayla? No telling. Somebody's name, or is that a title? Maybe someone's name. The the vision I had, there was a druid that sat in darkness, and he was wasn't alone, but maybe the Machiavellian Chancellor could be a relic, or leader. It's somebody who was on the council here. <laughs> wonder if that's the name of the stone is that a Siobhan name? what name? yeah Ayla yeah is it? oh yeah Ayla? absolutely <coughs> yeah it is could that be the mask? could be I Should we find you out? <laughs> Speculation at best. Well, we're here. I say we continue on to Selznia. She might also be able to tell us anything that's been happening in the past couple days that we don't see in this newspaper. Mm -hmm. We need to tell her anyway. You go to Market Hill. Yep. yep. It's close. Yeah. For once. Uh, Halligus so says, I'm going to see to doing the resignation bit and whatnot, speaking to the miners. This is probably the last I'll speak with them. I think I'll stay here at the northern gates at least until you do your finisher business. You can come find me here. Okay. When all is said and done. The streets of Slaughter Pine are quiet. Real quiet. <laughs> you can hear the sounds of the forest all around. It's almost like people have holed up. The perpetual scent of like scorched wood fills the air. Like you you all you can't see Society Vale, you're pretty sure that the fire probably consumed a large part of it. You begin wandering up these tall cobbled stone hills toward Market Hill. And um, of course you know in Market Hill there are several places you've been before. There's Be Prepared, where you can buy your all your make all your preparations. Uh, you know the Slaughter Pine Engagers offices are here. Are they really? Mm -hmm. But you're headed to the House of Augers tonight. Right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Finally get to have that conversation. <laughs> yeah. You find yourselves inside the cold stone cold stone creamery. Uh, <laughs> inside the uh, tall, soaring, featureless stone building that makes up the uh, the the chief auger chief augur's offices along with the other custodians. The followers of the custodians. You are welcomed inside, and oh, 
Ooh, decided for sore eyes. It's only been day 48 when you out here. It's now day 60. You can see this sullen, pale-skinned woman who's always perpetually sweating, despite the fact that it's like cold as a crypt in here. Her long, yeah, her long <laughs> dark hair cascading to her shoulders. It's been some days, she says, a bit astonished to see you. I honestly felt the worst, she says. You're not far off. Thankfully you not. You have the smell of the wood about you. Yes. We were helping out at the mining camp, but uh, we had gotten information and felt like we should come back and let you know, finally, who had been taking the bodies. My goodness. That was weeks ago was, but I assume you were still interested. Though I know at this point it's not happening any longer. Right? Or are they still taking bodies? The body takers that has stopped. Yes. Yeah, we did that. Kind of. Yeah. Well, uh, mm -hmm. your culprit was Aurora Harker. Lady Aurora's found them in the noble council chambers. She had been killed. Well, it didn't have to do with what had happened there, though seems strange, but uh, she was having parties and partaking of corpses, so... I'm sorry, wait. She kind of holds up a clam. Oh, a pair of clammy hands. She was eating them. Yeah, so I should probably be no one else was. No, there was. There was more. There was more. Definitely. Other nobles. She was the one ordering them, but none of us. No. <laughs> but none of us. Just to be clear, we did not try to eat them. The uh, uh, of course, none of us. Mm -hmm. So that that would probably explain the uh, why I haven't seen it happen again. There's a voice in the back of your head, Eagles Down, that says, "Tell them my love." I don't even know how to react to that, she says. Lady Aurora Harker has been a longtime benefactor to the House of Augurs. If you recall, when the creature had escaped through the Palisades, her brother, Lord Orion, had sent Harker Construction here to fix things. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of what was taking us so long. It's like we was trying to figure out how we could bring proof. Because, I mean, to make such a claim without any backing, well... Nobles think they can buy anything, even, even people's food. Probably spent, gave you all that money because, because of a guilty conscience, I reckon. But she assumed that in the dark, no one would notice if she tried new things. She stops for a moment and ponders and says, I've known Lady Aurora almost my entire life. We, we grew up in the city together. Well, I'm sorry to bring you this news, but you wanted to know and we found out. Her brother. Is he still alive? He is. He and the entirety of the council 
In fact, good. the only one to have perished in the blaze was Lady Aurora, and of course, if not us, mm-hmm. almost us, almost us. Mm-hmm. Well, the people seem to believe, or at least I should say, Slaughter Pine Engager believes that somehow Lady Aurora is in, had an in with the Sawn Pick, and that the sabotage went amiss and she died by accident. No. No. Well, she she was there to, to stop them. She was we, there trying to help us stop them. She let us in the building to try and stop them. We thought we disarmed it. Well, I should say, I don't know how to disarm anything. Maybe we just didn't disarm soldier. all of them. Obviously, we didn't disarm all of them. But they had barrels hidden in tunnels all around. Underneath the council building. We must have missed one. And we were given the wrong information that the bomb was supposed to go off a lot later. Around midnight. So so tried to defuse it, but it didn't happen. Pick, we're setting their own folks up. And she didn't get out. And none of the others did either. So you're saying that she's the only one who was dead from those fires? I'm sure they found more bodies underneath if they looked. <clears throat> How much of the city is gone? Mona Ryan spoke at his sister's funeral just a few nights back when they interred her here. He spoke to the people and and spoke of the threat the song pick are to Slaughter Pine. I think most people in society of are just trying to recover from what's happened. At this point, even the Night Watch is uncertain what to do. They are stretched so thin, and after this explosion on these revolutionaries, well... It has almost been like a match had been struck. And now the flames of this revolution are rising. People are staying inside indoors, not going without. The river rats have begun to spread among Bargetown. It's like... They're in Bargetown now? It's like a lever was pulled. The river rats, she says. We have to go to the pit. Apparently they're back... The, uh, the Sawn Pick, I think, though, is probably the foremost threat that Lord Orion sees as of this moment. Uh, well, we no have one to... knows who leads them, but they have... We do. Yeah. She looks up. We had her in custody. Well. Well, we had her locked down at... Lady Cheswick. Cheswick's home. Yeah. There was a letter what, a week ago or so that uh, Mrs. Cheswick's son had gone missing. So we went to go investigate that. And that led into this whole conspiracy. And, uh, you know, unbeknownst to us, she had disguised herself as Cheswick's son. Through what sorcery? I don't know. She was knocked out. So, if there, I mean, if there was any magic, technically by the book, she should have, you know, lost concentration on that spell and then been revealed. But whatever, we're past that. It's in the past. Um, 
You know an awful lot about magic, Ocean. I'm just saying, Mechanics Mondays. Read them, all right? Uh, <laughs> so, we gave all this information to his lordship. Ryan, yeah. We, we gathered all this information. We gave it to him so that he would, you know, his sister would let us go in to try and disfuse the bombs. He has this information. You should, you should inquire with Lord Orion. I'm certain he would love to hear more about this. With the death of his sister and her passing, and now the rise of the Saw and Pick, and the remnants who are still alive in Society Vale, uh, they have done what they can to protect themselves. They believe themselves at risk. This Saw and Pick have made their mark. They destroyed the very council chambers that make our laws, that enact peace here. The Night Watch, the Night Watch themselves had begun to disband. Hmm. They are also, have also been indicated in the letters of the Saw and Pick. Named. They've named them. Have the Saw and Pick made any sort of statement like you know usually when there's some form of extreme group it's like hey you're bad and this is why you're bad and this is why we're rebelling she takes you to the to the tall steeple windows and pulls aside a curtain and points out toward the city did you not see it on the northern walls did you not see it painted in the alleys eat the rich So the rich are their enemy. Anyone who would stand in the way of change. What kind of change do they want? Well, anarchy. Right? Do they want anarchy or do they want their own government that they rule instead? Well, I don't know. I don't know these solemn pick folks. I reckon they just want the council out of there sort the rest out as it comes. That's the way I would do it. I mean, I'm not part of the song pick, but they do have a few good points. Yeah, maybe they just want equality. <laughs> maybe they just want to watch the world burn. I hear. At least it would be bright here. I mean... To be honest, um, even if they had nobler intentions or whatever, and that's what they said they were, they, it's obviously a lie. She said she was saving all of those people and then set them up to be blown up underneath the cham- chambers. So, to believe that this little mantra that they tried to feed to all those young, impressionable 17-year-olds and all that shit that were back there in the Harlem house, and just assume that, you know, that that's what the truth was. We're saving everybody and making it all equal, and we want everybody to... That's bullshit, and we all know that. Come on. If that was actually the truth... And she did want to blow up the chambers and start this revolution. She wouldn't have killed her people to do it. But she did that. So if you want to believe that she has, like, nobler intentions to make things equal, that's bullshit. Absolute bullshit. Maybe it's all just an excuse to blow shit up. Maybe. Or maybe she wants to lead everything and she's got a bunch of 17-year-olds who think that they know everything about the world. So they're going to jump on her side and help her out to try to take over everything. Sometimes revolutions are bloody. Sometimes people sacrifice themselves. They didn't choose to. We Sometimes were down there. We saw. Sacrificed. That's what it was. 
but just saying. You can't trust that she has some nobler intentions to try to equal out people, because that's not the truth. That's true. They could have chose to. Demagoguery is what you're trying to say, right? She's a demagogue. Yes. Using great language to get what she wants. Or something else. How is that any different from the council? They try to get what they want, just a little less violent. But then you, but then you take, a, to take a walk down the dregs, and people are starving. They're dying the same way. And she blew up four of them underneath the council chambers. And they blew up for a person rather than starved in the streets. Look, I'm not saying that one way is right or wrong, the council's right or they're right or whatever. I don't give two shits. I'm just pointing out that if you want to say that she's fighting for a nobler good, she could have let them sacrifice themselves or choose to if that's what they chose, but she lied. She could have showed kindness. Agent of Chaos, maybe some, <laughs> sometimes it's just good to just shake everything up. I don't know. It's got nothing to do with me. Wilson just wants to drink. Compassion is a rarity in the fever pitch of battle. But that's fine. I understand that some things maybe need to change. Whatever. Understood on that. It's just... I personally don't want to get in the middle of this fight, but it seems like we're getting drawn in there anyway, doesn't it? I don't think any of us have a choice, the Chief Polygon says. Think about the days before the Eternal Night came. Somebody found dead in the streets? An accident, maybe. Never no one murdered. Not in Slaughter Pine, at least. Or a full investigation for weeks. Precisely. There was law and order here before the Eternal Night came. We had no choice in this. We're all in this. Because the gods have done... This has happened for a reason. The dreams have stopped. The custodian does no longer speaks to us. Our dreams are dead. Our fate... We do not know the direction to go. It's almost as fate has been severed from us. We're... Where is the custodian? Well, she dwells beyond the Well of Souls. Beyond the Well of Souls. And the Well of Souls is not here, right? In a fashion, I suppose you could say that, although it may be an oversimplification. Well, maybe this eternal night is blocking the custodian from giving us dreams. Maybe. I, w- I wouldn't think that the custodian gave up on us. It it just doesn't seem very likely, because from what I know, the custodian is... Whenever Merle... She stops herself. Whenever the chief mortician had turned to deviltry, he had been long since cut off from... For his prayers no longer work. That's why he was passed over. You know that I was his student, and he was to be in the position I am, but he no longer received her dreams. He no longer understood the fate. He can no longer read the portents. And, and, and when those dreams were cut off for him, he turned to deviltry. Do you think, though, that the uh, custodian would punish us? I think 
That seems more like a, maybe a steward or, or a god king sort of thing. We all live in the light and the darkness of the, of the Covenant. The Librum is filled with numerous stories of, of, of these things happening. Yeah, I just... None such as this, but in our world, among us, the, the Librum tells stories of a age past that we cannot, we never recorded, never remembered, that spoke about horrors such as these. And all of those stories are inextricably tied to the cords of fate being severed. You so it is, it, is, it, is, it is unusual, <laughs> it is unusual then I should say, in, in when there is an absence of light, there is darkness, and in darkness, the mind will fester. It is what happened to the chief mortician. It is clearly what is happening here in the city, and we are all drawn into it, whether we like it or not. Have you ever heard the name Relic or Orin? I don't know who those people are. She shakes, she shakes her head. What about... Ayla? Twana, Alia, Twana. Twana and Alia. Those names, nothing. Alia, but no. Alia. That's yeah. what I said. Alia. Yeah. Uh, I said Twana. None of those names Alia. sound familiar to me, no. They don't sound like names of people from Slaughter Pine, though. They sound Siobran. They are. They are. I was just curious. Have you, have you heard about a Siobran woman? Stone-faced? The only Siobran that I can speak of is the Archdruid who struck the Accord with the Pools and Arbors. And I'm sure you know who that is. Kith Malith. Well, you can speak of me. <laughs> so that's yes. more than one, yes, not the indeed. only. <laughs> Kith Malin. You get the card. Is it Melee or Melee? Oh my. Kith Malin. Kith Malin. You want to fix that? <laughs> that was a good one. <laughs> oh my. Struck the accord, and it was broken. Bad things happen when you when you break accords. Yes, but this would have been decades ago at this point. She says, rubbing her sweaty palms together. Ah, it's true. Sometimes, though, these bad things take a while to happen. Yeah. We got a lot on our plate. I don't know. Maybe, maybe not. But uh, we should see if the rich have the heart for it. 
The only people who would know about those sort of things would be old lady Matilda Poole, Matilda Poole and um, Henrietta Arbor. We should go speak to them. <laughs> yeah, I can put them on our to-do list. I can assure you that the Poole estate is probably locked down tighter than well, I'm sure it's locked down very tight. <laughs> but you can't write letter of introduction? I am merely chief auger. I, I, I know the answer by your look. I know council people, but the arbors and the pools are of a different echelon altogether. The founders of Slaughter Pine, they're the ones who struck the accord. Well, perhaps if we knew everything about the Accord, we could find a way to see something. The Siapra do not forget. Well, in fact, we have memories of our ancestors. So. But wouldn't there, wouldn't the Accord be, wouldn't there be a written record of it somewhere in the, somewhere? The noble you mean council the chambers? chambers? Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a great number of, well, the entire history, I suppose you could say, of Slaughter Pine and its dealings within and without were kept in the noble council chambers halls. I suspect, although the Sawn Pick probably intended to kill many council members, they certainly did kill any paper trails over there. History was made to be forgotten. It was not the first time. But the whole point of history was so that you could remember what happened. <laughs> and yet we still make the same mistakes generation after generation. Hey, I'm not educated, so I guess it's true. Only old lady Poole and the Arbors could speak to that, but that's above my pay grades, as they say. <laughs> you notice that um, Lady Selsnia, all of the kind of pomp and circumstance of her former office is kind of like gradually washed away. Like she looks world weary on the 60th day of the eternal night. So how have these nights tested your faith? She's already talked about that. No dreams. What keeps you here? Huh. The fact that you can't leave? <laughs> <laughs> there are still those who are grieving. There are families, parents, mothers, fathers, brothers, sisters, husbands, wives. Never has there been such a passing to be had. The gardens grow with the dead. I stay for them and I console as I can. The rest of the clergy, although we perhaps spent our days and nights debating the meaning of death or what fate would behold all of the people in Slaughter Pine, now it is just simply tending to the passing to grief. No disrespect, but with all this darkness, I can only put my faith in the night, Father. Flip of a coin, the roll of a dice, 
as dust in the wind. Even his eye does not penetrate the darkness. My father's eye is visible when when the when the when the, when the light during the evening. You're Even right. he and his and his children, the stars, cannot see beyond. You're right. His eye, is, for his, eye is, his eye is always unblinking. But now, there is nothing. He has closed his eye to us. As has his children. Now we look to the vault of night. We do not see him. We do not see the stars beyond. There's nothing but darkness. Emptiness. It is only a matter of time until this darkness consumes all. That is for sure. You're right. But I have a nobler duty. I don't. Are you certain of that? I don't even know anymore. I've even lumped into this group. Unfortunately, but, you know, we just keep getting assigned nobler things. There's a story in the Libram when the Night Father had been cut off from the world of the First Age. When fate and fortune were his, were, were, he, were he and his alone. A fickle mistress at that. And when he had closed his hive before, fate and fortune was bestowed upon a select few. We know them as the Six Companions. And these days, and these stories, People fated for something greater than what they were born to do. Hmm. There are six among our number. And I don't put stock into a lot of stories like that because they're not necessarily true, but they are to be interpreted. There's a moral to them. It is why I stay here because my calling may not be higher to the custodian, but my calling is more earthly more chaphonic to the people here. People will die. People will, will grieve. People will need help. It's why I stay here. It's why the clergy has remained. We do not see our... We do not interpret dreams. But we have a duty to the people here. No matter what fate befalls us. Whether the darkness leaves or consumes us all. We give up faith here I have a feeling that once this eternal night is over, it's wrap it up. Well, you will dream. Though I appreciate all the talk, with your people now, not up in the sky or in the history that we need to go check on, because I'm a little bit worried about Isla. Because right. if the river rats are going and they happen to know that we were friends with her. Everybody knows we're hanging out at the quarries. So we need to get to the quarry. As you People around town need to know that we're still kicking. Well, still need to fear us. And what I'm really concerned about is, uh, so Lady Cheswick, she's passed as well, right? She was murdered by the Sawn Pick. So they got access to a lot of gunpowder. A lot of gunpowder. Unless it got one up in smoke. 
mean, I think if that went up, this place would be a crater. They had 100 plus barrels in that warehouse. A woman named Mercy Halish took responsibility for her death. Yeah, that's the one we knew. <clears throat> so, I mean, that that's pretty concerning, but uh, I guess, yeah, we can go to Big Quarries. Unless there's something we want to get at uh, the market over here. The markets, she says. Be prepared. Be prepared. Ah, uh, yes. We need oil. Smittens. Smittens. Smotens. Smotens. Uh, if I may, for a moment, I suspect that as the eternal night continues on and you continue doing as you will you will need more than what Be Prepared can offer there's a gentleman I know named Bartlesby Bartlesby Buchane he is a bureaucrat of sort a nebbish or bookish sort of fellow see him in the street you would think that he was crawled straight from the library out of the crypts keeps to himself Barlesby Buchane um, has is, is not only a procurer of paper and book binding but also black market goods should your adventures require as such I will give you my seal. You can take to Bartlesby. <coughs> and he will see to your needs as needed. Where is this Bartlesby? The Bartle Buchanes Bureaucracy is the building. You will know it. It's not far from here. Buchanes Bureaucracy is where Bartlesby does his business. Like I said, it appears a simple bookshop, but there's more than meets the eye. Oh. I will give hmm. you my seal. You'll know what it'll mean. I know the type. <laughs> Done business with them before. Let me do the talk. Alright. But maybe we stop by and see what Bartlesby happens to have? Sure. We're here. <clears throat> but I don't want to wait too long to get back to Isla. I mean, it's been days, but yeah, sure. I get, I get, yeah. All the more reason. But yeah, let's let's go see Bartlesby and see what he's got. Unless you've got anything else up there. No. She says. Well then I do believe that we've brought you the information you asked for. Indeed that is true. Forgive me. She reaches beneath her uh, beneath her desk and will procure the five gold crowns she had promised. How much was it? Do you recall? Six. It's six, yeah. <laughs> six gold crowns each. Talked it up so we could each. Yep. Get one. Everybody gets six gold crowns. Oh, we each get six, or we each we get each one. Get... <laughs> each get six. Oh, we each get six. Arguing. Yeah. Fine. You each get one. You each get six. And a purple sword. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you just get six coins. Light it on oh. fire. Oh, by the way, <laughs> can I use a coin to edit the situation? I want to take the mine cart with us. You know. <laughs> I want to push it around town like a shopping cart. <laughs> like a lone wolf and cub thing, but instead of like a child inside of it, it's like full of gunpowder. Yeah, full of gunpowder. Endless gunpowder! <laughs> yeah, I just want to carry my my pigskins in there that we can pull yeah. one out and throw it. Yeah. I'm going to have to refuse that edit. <laughs> There's no tracks through town. Yeah, the, the, the logic doesn't track. Yeah, it's just, well, you go back outside into the eternal night, and you leave the uh, you leave um, leave the house of Augers behind, and you find this kind of small looking shop just on the edge of Market Hill, um, not far from from where you're at by any means, um, and it's it's kind of a quiet little workshop inside you go a little bell rings on the door and um, inside it, it it does appear kind of the place smells of it smells of um, paper a roaring fire you can see the vaulted ceilings in here there are shelves filled with books and scrolls and vials of ink and there's this nebbish-looking little man um, wearing the uh, clothing of a scholar, I guess you'd best say. With glasses kind of arrested up on the, kind of grasping the end of his nose, and he's currently kind of like, yeah, he's got the bifocals on. He's currently dipping his his uh, his quill into ink and kind of scribing something. And uh, he looks up and says, "Wow, good morning to y'all." He looks to the clock. It's eight fifteen. Oh, this morning. That's good to know. Well, how can I help you? You don't look. Maybe you. You looking for be prepared? It's just right around the corner. <laughs> it's right down along the way. Maybe later. But uh, first, a friend sent us over. Lady Celestia. Oh, she did. Mm-hmm. Well, I do. I do have the. Uh, papers in the books that were promised to her, but you don't appear to be the fetching type. Yeah. Uh, no. And she pulls, like, the seal out or her symbol, I guess, that she gave us. Well, my word. Look at this. So you're on the ends with the custodian. Much as one can be right now. Huh. Certainly sent enough to meet her. Interesting. <laughs> so you didn't catch names. So you don't recognize rat, me? We're the rat catchers. <laughs> oh! I read something, some weird thing in the back of the Slot of Pine and Geisha just a couple days ago. We don't mentioned know some rat catches. Drunk people writing in. Apparently got a few coin. Who knows? Yeah, I have no idea what that means. You have any idea what that means? It is quite curious, I suppose. Yeah. People certainly made note of it. They said, well, who are the rat catchers? We'd be in there before. I think there's bigger things, though, in the engager kind of occupying the hearts and minds of people around Market Hill and Society Vale. Yeah, we kind of <laughs> only made the last page, so... Uh... 
There's only two pages front and back. I mean, don't begrudge yourselves. So you are indeed the rat catchers then. Uh, well, my name is Barrows B. Buchane. He takes a deep bow. Pleasure to be at your service. So, you're not pin pushes. Looks like you're pushing some sort of metal over there. Pushing it in the bellies of bad guys, I assume. He closes well, the book. Depends. If it oh. pays well. well <laughs> I mean, in that the bastards deserve it, like those rats do down the docks. But, Dad, uh, we were told you might possibly have some things of interest that maybe aren't books. Or maybe are, I don't know. <laughs> you know the kind of stuff that you sell in the back room? Well, we'll sell anything out of the back room here. I mean... The, the bureaucracy sells to anyone who's seeking higher learning or needing a new book bound. Scriveners, scholars and such, but I certainly do have more than just that to be procured. I used to see to uh, the intake of all manner of curious medicines and poisons along the Brightwater. So if there's something you're looking for in particular, I can help you out. So at this point, you can open. You, you all now have access to black market goods, oh, any you wow. wish to obtain. I have no idea. Does yeah, I, was, I don't even have a li- know a list of what's on black market. It's in if only we had books on, on books on books. I know it's almost like we have, which have literally a, tons of Zweihander books around here. Do you Is happen it, to have anything that's flammable? This one too, right? It has black market stuff in it, right? Uh, no, only uh, player's handbook. Okay. Uh, flammable. Well, I can tell you, lady, that uh, candles and oil are no longer my business, given the, uh, the going-ons outside. You best got to be prepared for if you're looking for oil and such. Well, no, my... for something that might burn a little bit more than oil. He scratches his head. You mean like gunpowder? Mm. I mean, I'm always interested in gunpowder. Although it might blow up in your face, you know, it's always interesting. Well, I don't deal much in that either. Alright. If you're looking for arsenic, venoms, black lotus, demon vein, the devil's lettuce. Do you have maybe red caps for YouTube? Oh, I think we have enough of those. Oh. <laughs> red caps, you know, I'm buying. How much? 13 shilling. <laughs> Quicksilver, opium, mandrake root, laudanum, tobacco, honey pots, oh, grave root, gosh. folk yeah. bane, demon bane, coffee, tea, bottles of leeches, black root, and black lotus, and beast bane. If you're looking for any sorts of poisons, I can help you. Lock picks, grappling hooks, lightweight ropes, black hoods. Oil to darken up your skin and clothes to go slinking around the darkness. Soft walk shoes, cloaks of elven kind, disguises. <laughs> what? Cloaks of what? Mm-hmm. Cloaks of elven kind, so you can pass as a Siobran. I didn't know that existed. How much? <laughs> you pass in the street and you wouldn't even know two things not to look at them. I mean, you look at me and you're like, oh, who's that guy? It just looks like a pencil pusher. Anything but. He's a long, slow smile. 
Right. Disguises of all style type. Theatrics. No idea why, but I want a grappling hook. <laughs> you wouldn't be the first Treat person yourself. to ask for it. I just don't know where it would come in handy. Oh. Anytime you need to grapple. That's accurate, yeah. Or repel. <laughs> Can I buy some spider venom? Spider venom, yeah. Two crowns a dose. What's spider venom do? Spider venom. Spider, spider venom. venom. Uh-huh. It murders people. It, it is good for murder. Uh, here's how spider venom works. Um, if somebody's injected with it, they're helpless and cannot move for a number of hours equal to your to their brawn bonus. Hmm. They'll die if they're not given spider anti-venom during that time. Mm-hmm. You can heal something with it. You're paralyzed. They're helpless. They're not paralyzed. They're helpless. So that grappling hook, how much you want for it? A crown. I give you full of one for three. Keep it nice right underneath your cloak. No one would ever see it. Can I do a bargain and see if I can possibly get that done? Uh, how many skill rings you have bargained? None. <laughs> yeah. uh, no deals to be made here. How about all them sneaking clothes? Sneaky sneaks, the cloaks of oven kind of whatnot. Yeah. Dunnish tartans. All just hawk noses, fancy pants, clothes, costumes, theatrics. I don't need You wanna look like a goddamn Batman? I can make you look like a damn Batman. I don't, I don't need I any. thought there was already one of those. The Spring Heel Jack, I heard of that. I don't need any of the dress up stuff. I just don't want to be seen. Well extinguish your light, friend. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, I've got this. Rivatar here, I'll sell you for a shilling. I picked that uh, grappling hook along with Oh, that. I bought it. <laughs> I you want to buy, you sure. buy any Rivatar, I'll sell it to you a shilling, a, a shilling of use. That's the oil? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, if, I bought a grappling hook. If you, buy, if, you buy, if you buy that, by the way, you get plus uh, 5% to stealth tests. Okay. I'll buy, I'll buy some of that. Rivatar. If you need to sneaky sneak. And how much oh you have the grappling hook? I can't speak to armor and weapons and whatnot, but if you look up a blackjacks, stilettas, blowguns, sneaky sneaky type weapons. <laughs> that certainly help there. Hmm. Oh come on. What is what is grave root? Yeah. Grave root? Well, you find yourself tussling with the supernatural. You know, if you're a superstitious type, it's best to have a grapefruit on you. Oh, okay. If you think you're going to get a tussle I'm with supernatural, that I'm interested. I, I, I reckon I'm probably getting a couple. Oh, I reckon too. <laughs> Grapefruit's three crowns of dose. Mm-hmm. What does Grapefruit do, Dan? Like above board? When foes are classified as supernatural and are affected by a dose, they flee for one turn once affected by it. Two doses, they flee for two and reduce their movement by minus six. If it's three, they can't move and they'll have helpless for three minutes. It causes them to flee. Alright, I will take three doses. Mandrake, opium, red cat, mushroom, scorpion venom, black root, folk bane. What about demon bane? Demon bane. (laughs) 
I guess I mean, given these days, I wouldn't put it past anyone. Do you, Bane? Yeah, look through his stores. Well, I've got a dose or two of that. Three crowns, three crowns of dose. What's that? Do? Above board again. Uh, it, in, it actually inflicts peril to, to abyssal creatures. To abyssal creatures? Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm going to joke with you. You got a witch fire thrower? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> no such thing to be found here. Do I look like a sorcerer to you? Oh, <laughs> you never know until you ask, right? What kind of establishment is this? <laughs> Now, as for Witchfire Essence, that's a different story. Well, that's what you're going to do to light your sword on fire. I mean, Witchfire Thrower is going to set everything on fire. That's the whole point of a, <laughs> that thing. What if I want to set my hands on fire? Which one? <laughs> Which one? <laughs> Both well, my hands. That'd be hand fire. And, uh, well, that would, be, that would be just plain stupid. <laughs> no, I want to set them on fire without burning them. Well, <laughs> you wear awesome. oven gloves. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Did you ever pick up a hot cauldron, boy? <laughs> no. <laughs> Do you have any oven gloves here? No. <laughs> <laughs> oven gloves. The, you know, the oven glove. <laughs> I mean, the cauldron glove. <laughs> it would make way more sense to get blacksmith gloves, guys. <laughs> That's not even... <laughs> Mitts of fury. Uh, <laughs> Mittens of sweetness. <laughs> I still don't think you want to light them on fire. <laughs> what does Witchfire Essence do? It's for magic. It's for the magic. It's something serious. He's one of their ranger types. It's, it's cocaine for sorcerers. It yeah, it's effectively sorcery. cocaine for sorcerers. It really is. After search. Oh, I want to buy that. Oh, I, I was have to I can make I can make inquiry, but to be fair, there ain't many sorcerers. I'll leave any here in Slotify. Why are you a sorcerer? Yeah, there's no sorcerers anywhere. <clears throat> None that would be walking around in broad daylight with a pointy hat and damn staff. That'd just be <laughs> stupid now, wouldn't it? Look at me, I'm a wizard! <laughs> Somebody's either like, I've heard of that ding dong before. He's a. He ain't got one of them rangers down at Corey's pit. Maybe he's Ranger a. Ranger taps. Big, big long beard, you know, the ones you read about in the stories. Nobody does that. Any sorcerer in their right mind just wear their cloak of Elm kind. I mean, a wizard walked into the bar. Right? There's a joke about that, I'm sure. <laughs> a wizard and a hobbit walk into a bar. <laughs> Oh, look graves. at the graves. <laughs> There's a story here on this. I would like to cast magic on him, but I've got nothing. Did you? What time did you ever go? I think I went down. <laughs> well, if you have any of the needs, you know where to come. Bottles Babe UK. I can There's come no in and I help outfit you with what you need. It's when you're grappling hook. Got any rope to go with it? You can go be prepared for that. Can, yeah, attach the rope to it. <clears throat> can I cast a spell? Uh, yes, but before you do that, let me warn you what if you intend to cast a spell and to hide casting a spell, which you can do, by the way. The rules are now the starter yeah. kit. Um, if you wish to ever ca hide casting a spell, um, you simply need to uh, roll a stealth test beforehand. 
Do you want to try hiding the spell cast? Or are you going to do it right in front of it? No, I want to hide it. Okay. Um, so your stealth test. It works. Uh, will probably be challenging. Do you have a skill rank in stealth? I do. Oh. Nice. Okay. She's sneaky, sneaky. Yeah. Why did I have a dead shirt? Okay, what I'm are your chances for success? 30%. And I have rolled over 30. So I have not succeeded. No. Did I succeed? No. No. No, I didn't succeed. Well, no. what's your spell? Well, he's, she's not casting a spell. Oh. She's trying to hide casting. Okay. Yes. A challenging stealth test. Let's do your numbers. What are your numbers? Start, start first with your agility. Yes, agility is 30%. You have a skill in stealth? I do. So 40. then it makes it 40, but then it was challenging, so it'd be 30. Correct. And yep. what'd you roll? And I rolled 34. You failed. Oh. Correct. Unless you want to try re-rolling. Mm-hmm. I mean, keep in mind your happen. chances of crit success increase and when you re-roll. Failure. And crit failure, yeah. I mean, this is just to be petty, so... <laughs> I'm just a- No, I'm just angry with him for making the I mean, if something comment. bad happens, you just leave the game. <laughs> you go home. It's not there. Yeah, you're get, you, you go Are home. I'm no longer in the game, so I don't have to uh, answer my actions. I have succeeded. Uh-huh. Okay, so she won't see your spellcasting. What are you going to cast? I would like to cast Haunting. And Is that a petty spell? It is petty for me, it's yes. Definitely it is petty. A definitely a petty spell. You heard her reason. It's petty. Yeah. I am angry that he made the wizard comment about the staff. Because I do walk around with a staff and cast spells. So what I would like to do is cast a haunting spell um, to have a low whisper of one of his dead loved ones tell them that he was always a disappointment. (laughs) Dark Sarah. Well, uh, you need to cast your spell. So so it's going to be routine incantation. (laughs) Unless you want to... Channel power. No. Are what you do sure? You do to people that cut you off in traffic. <laughs> <laughs> this is where she gets her vengeance out. She though. looks it up on Lexus insulted. Nexus and then like, <laughs> I know where you live. Um, so that's a routine incantation. Seventy-seven. Oh. Oh no. Did you is that fail? a critical fail? <laughs> what you did roll? you roll? Is that the that's zero, zero, zero. That's right. That's 100. 100. And that's a critical fail. That's, that's always a critical fail. Okay. <laughs> What's a critical failure? What happens when you critically fail with haunting? Oh, oh no. boy. I, that's only petty. You right. are contacted by the abysmal princes babbling in ancient languages within your mind. A terrible secret of your past is revealed to you. You immediately suffer three corruption. Oh, God. What's the, cur- what's the secret of your past that was revealed to you? Something you never knew about. You've done in your fugue states. So, so a secret from my past. Yeah. <laughs> um. You know what? I think Mike is going to determine what the secret is. Mike, oh, the player. What? what is this? What? What? What does Eagles Dob discover? Some hidden memory of something terrible that she did. My love, listen. I don't know. Maybe she had a lover that no, she never was able to please. I don't know. Um, 
will be the first. Oh! <laughs> All right. Dark secret from the path. Your mom's not your mom, man. <laughs> Something would be alarming enough to, like, give Eagle's dog pause. Mm, that's pretty bad. Maybe the reason your childhood home <laughs> yeah, it's got to be really bad. To What's that? <laughs> the reason your childhood home burnt down. Oh. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Some sort of suppressed memory. That'd be terrible. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. We'll go with that. You burned down your own house on accident. While you were still learning to use your powers, your candlelight. Oh. Yeah. And I repressed that memory. Mm-hmm. And it's all coming back now. And Society Veil Society, Society is where I'm from. And that that just burned down. Yeah. And I'm partially responsible for that. So now I'm really effed up in the head. It's <laughs> good. Go on, Ryan. I mean, <laughs> you were you were just gonna have a guy get followed by around being whispered to by his dead loved ones because he made a comment about your cloak. So like, <laughs> you get yeah. hey, you staff, got, damn it, you staff. My staff. My staff. What's up? Okay, that backfired big time. I have something really interesting to offer there. So um, we're going to wrap up for the night with Sarah being gone. And I need to do a little bit of reading ahead so I can prepare for next session. So I think we're just going to, I think we'll just wrap. We'll just wrap up. Um, So everybody gets 100 reward points. And if you look at our board up there, we know that we actually get an advance this session. Right? Yeah. That's why we put it up there. That's right. Somebody was smart. Who did that again? I can't remember. Yeah, um, that's Kay, right? Yeah, Kay. Uh, Thanks, Kay. She's so smart. She's wicked smart. She's like weak some smart. 90s hip hop, but lo fi. We're going to see this one. All right. Um, so, corruption for tonight? I'm going to get taken today. Just Sarah. Mice. Go for oh it. Or chaos, right? It's up to you. You choose. So, uh, unrelated, Tim, I need to eat your Spotify playlist. You need to share it with me. Yeah? Yeah, it's so good. Okay. Oh, yeah. So good. It, it was that, that was one of Moe's, actually. But, yeah, okay, I'll get it for you. Her. Uh, it is good. <laughs> well, let's talk about characters. Let's talk about, I mean, let's talk about what happens tonight. I mean, uh, we know that we kind of started, um, you know, in the aftermath of what happened in the, in the mines, in the full mines. Um... And then, of course, we have the opportunity for Eagle's Dog to kind of string together some of the things that she's experiencing with her character. Um, let's talk about let's talk about that. Uh, maybe we can start first with um, let's start with Winston, the Tim Wilson. 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 I keep thinking Winston. Uh, oh yeah, Winston. sorry. That's what I call my stomach. Uh-huh. <laughs> Winston. Uh. We didn't really get into too much besides, I guess, how do I feel after? I don't, I don't, I don't really know. I think he's, I think he's more worried about what's happened in the city. I mean, we made it through whatever the, whatever happened in the caves. <laughs> it's all still kind of unreal. Yeah. It's not anything that he's really encountered before. So the unrealness of it all, I don't think it's all sunk in, but besides the fact that he's more worried about what's happened in the city at this point. He just has no idea, and we have made it 
obvious that we have a home base. Yeah. And being gone that long scares him. Yeah, it's good. I mean, I think that um, what's really interesting is like we have these moments of paradox that happen during the game. Um, these unusual events that happen, but there's always like a strong draw back to the city, the draw back to the people you care about, the place where you're at, and I think it's good. Um, I was really, I was, I have to admit, I was really happy that most of you were like, we need to go back and check on Isla for Big, big Cory's pet. Like, that's right. where we started, it's important to us. It's a, yeah, I mean, it's what hold drove, drove the campaign start, right? Yeah. I mean, it's the reason we all came together. It's true. Very true. Uh, let's move next to, um, excuse me, let's move next to Hiram. Um, I think Hiram's like, feels lucky to be alive. Can't really attribute to the Night Father, I guess. It's like he had that conversation with um, the Chief Augur and kind of made him feel like, oh wow, not even the Night Father is watching over us now. Like, is all hope lost? <laughs> so, um, yeah, I guess, I guess he, if, if he had to, if he had to believe in something, it, it would have to be just whatever these dreams are that are guiding him. So, it's it's kind of scary to be cut off from it, you know, the religion and you know the, the mantra that you followed your whole life is like basically absent, you know? Mm -hmm. All your gods are dead. So, um. <laughs> trying to get back to it is, is, I think, what he's going for, but uh, he's going to have to walk through the darkness for quite a while, and that's going to be scary for him. Yeah. We know that um, he's a higher, but obviously he has developed fear of the dark. He has struck a deal with the devil. He has a persecution complex. Like, higher is probably the most uh, addled person in the entire group, in fact, at this point, when we think about the number of drawbacks and disorders, he's only by far been the most touched so far. Uh, interesting aside, I would like to note that since we are using the starter kit rules for ordering chaos alignments, like, we've got way more drawbacks on play now, which is kind of fun. Before, it was, like, only, like, typically it'd just be Nick. Right. And now we got characters, we have multiple characters with drawbacks, which is kind of fun. I think that's good, because, like, it just feels... Like it's an underutilized part of the game that yeah. makes characters interesting and like people want fate points. I get it, but like it gets to a point where it's like your characters are kind of saving because they're they never get all this fun stuff that happens to them. Yeah, I agree. I mean, that was kind of the, the big driver for the changes that we have this whole subsystem that's fun that we don't oftentimes get to touch. But the great thing about it is too is that you're still not losing on the opportunity to gain fate points because that order track does not reset any longer. Yeah, I think it's in the spirit of the game that there's like kind of like no way to wash away the, the stink off of you. Yeah. <laughs> It definitely feels, that feels very Zweihander-ish, you know, mm -hmm. it, 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 especially going through a lot of this in the starter kit and at, looking at the games that stands and, like, trying to find ways to improve it based on our own playtesting, based on people playing in the wild. Like, that was one of the things that really stood out. It was, like, this whole cool thing for drawbacks and disorders we didn't really touch a lot. Um, let's move next to Lester. Um, I mean, Lester's conflicted. Like, he wants to... 
Like he gave the pep talk last week. You know, he got like someone on board, but then it's like not enough because like I mean, we got one person to help join us, but then like the rest of the people are just going to be effectively fuel for the fire in the city. <laughs> right? I mean, you, you've got like 30 people going back to the city that don't have a job. You know, they don't have any sort of income. I mean, it's like, what do they do? Yeah. You know, and like Lester wants to be able to like help them, but he doesn't have the ability to. Like, he doesn't have the coins to do it, you know, so he can, I don't know. But one thing he found interesting was like the fact that like uh, you can pay to have a letter put in there. It's like Lester's thinking about like making a letter. Like, hey champs, like we need to have a chat. <laughs> Everybody take a virtual knee. Everyone take a knee, alright? Like, yeah. Totally. I know it's fourth down, we got a long way to go, but we can make it through this. Uh, I think so. it's interesting. I, I tried to I tried to kind of thread in the connection to the slaughter pine and gauge your offices here in market yeah. for that reason. Yeah. I thought maybe it'd be a good idea to stop by and figure out who the hell wrote that, who paid for that letter? Is that yeah. it? I mean, if they know. If they know, right? I mean, yeah. I think they would have to know, right? Well, somebody sends a letter with a courier with money. Yeah, sure. Okay. Yeah. You can always find that out next session. The great thing is we have plenty of time. But yeah. I was yeah. just thinking about doing like a series, like a Lester's, you know. Lester's Listens? Yeah. Lester Listens. Didn't you write, like. <laughs> Like, didn't you write on the wiki, like, a review of all the taverns you went to? Do you remember this? Do I? It was like, it, it was, yeah, what was it, what was it for? What did he call it? Uh, I don't know. It was basically Yelp. Uh, yeah, yeah, Yelp. Yeah, was, his character wrote Yelp reviews of taverns <laughs> they went to as entries <laughs> yeah. on the Wikipedia. Because uh, your characters were traveling, so just, I think it was Hamish who did it. It was, it might have been. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, but yeah, I do remember doing something like that. Well, I think it's kind of fun and interesting to utilize in the engager to your benefit. Yeah. I mean, there's something there's something there, I think. I think you're, I didn't really think about that, but I think there's something that's really intriguing. Yeah. Um, let's move next to Sabella. Um, as far as Sabella's concerned, she feels like they're kind of getting... Uh, shoehorned into this whole hero bullshit that she does not want to deal with whatsoever. Um, you know, she's all for, like, helping people and things like that, but, like, it keeps being, oh, you're the rat catchers, and oh, this and this and that, and she's like, no, 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 and she wants to stop that. Um, because she's like, no, because then you guys are going to expect things out of us, and to be honest, like, some people in the party not necessarily the most ethical people that might exist, potentially. Um, you know, the camera can see what I'm pointing to. Yeah. Or chair I'm pointing to. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, I, I think she's kind of feeling, like, a, a little bit of that pressure, and that's why she keeps trying to back that off and stuff. And yeah. Her, her concern, and as it always has been, like, from the beginning, is those that, you know, she actually holds the dearest, which is why she's like, we gotta go check on Isla. Like, you know, she she's somebody that we actually give a shit about, and now it looks like you know, she could be in danger. Mm -hmm. um, so I think that's kind of where she stands. Like, she has this idea that maybe, like, it starts off with this grandiose thing in her head where she's like, well, maybe we can get people together to, to like, help us do some of these things so that we're not always having to do them. And then she's like, but people agree. So that's not going to fucking happen. So I, I think she's kind of stuck in that mode. Like, she kind of would like to be able to help, but she knows that at the end of the day that there's people that she has to give a shit about, and those are the people she knows. Yeah. 
I mean, not everybody. I think it's important to remember too is like not everybody in the in the campaign world broadly is willing to make the sacrifices that your characters are, right? Yeah. Right. It takes a special type of character, a player character, in fact. Um, those who are fated, those who do have, for one reason or another, you know, operate in this weird area between like a normal everyday person, as normal as you could be in the world like this, versus somebody who actually is able and willing or forced to sometimes uh, do things for the greater good or the greater bad. I mean, that's kind of part of the whole idea behind a role-playing game. Um, am I a character thrust into this role? Is it my choice? Or am I making these choices? Do I want to lean in? Do I want to pull away? I think that's kind of the, the interesting tension that we will always de deal with in this game in particular. Um, yeah. Leading all the way up to the end. I really And I really appreciated last week, by the way, um, Kay, yours and everybody else's uh, like uh, above board thoughts around theories around what is really going on. <laughs> I haven't shared them with the, the writer of the adventure yet, but I'm going to because I didn't finish the video unfortunately yet. But uh, let's move uh, last but not least to Chuckles. Chuckles is awfully conflicted. Uh, he's got like, he's dealing with the anger uh particularly since he remade his mask and it's tugging stronger and stronger at him so he's trying to still remain fun and silly but he does have that tendency so when he heard that the river rats were back he was happy because he may have a chance to express that fury on <laughs> somebody <laughs> um and he was at first, you know, trying to like keep Ekelstav in check, and now he's kind of feeding into it and just going along with it as well. So, yeah, things could get really bad real soon if he doesn't get a handle on it, you know? Mm -hmm. Or just get his smotons on it, you mean? Yeah, and also, he really does want to be able to have flaming fists. Like, Smotions! Yeah, he really wants that. And Adam, Adam really wants that, too. <laughs> Maybe Adam's we should really... have another heart-to-heart -heart with her. Yeah. Yeah. Perhaps we should have a thing is, you got a big win. I mean, she basically blew the mine up. Yeah. I mean, but, that's a big win. Like, so, your people so, couldn't get that concession. Right, right. Like, so you know, the, like, your leaders couldn't get that concession. But there's a, like, the masks are a generational thing that are, um... Like they're they're a certain embodiment of um, I forget the exact name for it. Not emotions, but um, yeah, it's it's like a it's like an animus. Yeah. Like each of the each of the each of the Siabran clans or tribes, however you want to, or they're called kindred actually in the in the starter kit. If we end up publishing these Siabra, I'm not sure yet if we will, but. Um, they each embody a different animus, and those are around actually the four, around the 14 enagrams, or the 12 enagrams of people. <laughs> in the enagram, in this case, for him, it's Fury. Um, I would like to say something I thought was really intriguing, and I think that you, I, I, I love the idea of like do this thing more. I think you should continue talking smart with. Eagles job like you did tonight in mm -hmm. using still sign. I thought that was a really I always love that opportunity because um, because his voice changes 
his expressions change, um, and the things that he says are, are are quite like the broken all that she uses like in character. Well, it or also, the angry all. It also helps that I'm quoting something. Yeah, yeah, yeah you are. Quote it as much as you want. Yeah, I'm quoting Darkest Dungeon. Yeah, so <laughs> it's, it's fantastic because, because the Darkest Dungeon quotes have a very high vocabulary. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. like um, oh my god, like. I was about ready to say when we were talking about the explosions, it was like gonna find an excuse to call it a trap, and then I was gonna say, curious as the trap makers are, its own efficacy unwitnessed by their own eyes, but they would have seen what happened to the city, so I didn't say it. <laughs> well, what did you say to her tonight? What was the one you shared? Uh, oh, man, there's so a, many. There's a couple. Yeah, there's yeah, several. Yeah. Um, there's like four or five of them, at least. <laughs> yeah, um, slowly, gently, this is how a life is taken. Yeah, that's, that's my favorite. That's my favorite, yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. the best one. The, uh-huh. One of the best ones the narrator said. Yeah, yeah. Is. But, yeah. I mean, the first one I said was, um, monster size has no intrinsic merit unless extraordinary... Unless it... Extraordinary exsanguination. Be a virtue, yes. yes. In, inordinate exsanguination be a virtue. <laughs> yeah. And I must admit... Uh, over the weekend, I may have been playing it, I can tell. and I may have been repeating what he said out loud, loud so that I could get my mouth used yeah. to saying those words in that order. Yeah, it's fantastic. I might, maybe not. <laughs> Chuckles of the narrator of the story. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, we'll continue next week for session twenty. Twenty next week. 20 sessions. We've been playing almost half a year. Well, almost half a year of this. Wow. All right. We'll see you all next week. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. Bye. 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 Bye, you guys.